The Solomon Islands National Institute of Sports High Performance Unit has become an integral part of sports development in the country. Their conference, the country's contingent at the 2023 Pacific Games in November, will perform better. At the 2019 Pacific Games, Solomon's finished in 13th spot with 36 medals, 4 gold, 13 silver and 19 bronze. Elias Atura spoke with the unit's executive director, Aaron Aslop. How does Sinis um, uh, help in the development of all these athletes in the Solomons, especially uh, preparing them uh, for those higher-level competitions? Yeah, so a lot of the background work started through an initial consultation process with all the federations and the National Olympic Committee and the Paralympic Committee back in 2019. Through that, the government then endorsed and supported the program to be established. Um, we went ahead and built the new National Institute of Sport, um, which is where we operate from here in Honiara. Um, the federations went then through a trial and selection process for their squads. So what we've seen over the past sort of two years, 18 months to two years, has been a series of um, programs that we've supported those national squads with. Everything from medical screening, physio screening, nutritional screening, um, family health checks, background injury assessments, performance testing, and then we go ahead and establish um, clear training programs on a weekly schedule with each of the federation's head coaches. Uh, and those athletes now have been undertaking anywhere between six to nine training sessions a week per sport which means that we get about 150 training sessions a week here at Sinus across those 28 different sports. Um, we do have a lot of off-site facilities that we use in terms of the open water for sailing and butter. Um, we use a hotel pool here because our national aquatic facility is not built yet. So we hire a, a large hotel pool here for our swimming squad and our triathlon squad. We use an off-site facility for golf, obviously, and tennis. Um, and then we've got a warm-up track for athletics that's been built um, prior to the Games as well, which we use for the National Athletics Squad. So across the board, we've got about 160 training sessions a week that our staff support the national coaches and the athletes with um, over the last 18 months. So it's been quite a busy period. We do a lot of education programs as well around athlete wellbeing, around health, around nutrition, around anti-doping. So that complements the work we do within the daily training environment to make sure that we're focused on a really holistic approach to the way that we support the athletes. Mm. Um, uh, the Pacific Games uh, kicks off in Honiara on the 19th with the opening ceremony. Uh, Solomon's obviously the, the, you know, would be wanting to win the games at home, preparation-wise, uh, and, and seeing um, uh, how the athletes are shaping up uh, out there in Honiara. Aaron, uh, what do you think of, of uh, uh, the Solomon Islands contingent uh, at, at the games? Oh, I think we're very confident in terms of the athletes and the coaches having their best performance ever at a Pacific Games. Um, we don't say that arrogantly. We're, we're very... Um, confident and positive about the significant change in the standards in, in which we've been able to help the athletes and coaches implement around their training program. Um, obviously, having watched the performances of Team Solomon in the 2019 Pacific Games in Samoa and then the mini-games in 
track and, and monitor the performance of those athletes. Um, when they go to these international competitions and tours, we've obviously been able to track the performance and the improvement of those sports as well, which has been quite positive. We certainly have got a long way to go. We really believe that we've only sort of scratched the surface in terms of their preparations and being able to get them to the standard that we want. So um, we're really confident about where they're tracking. Um, obviously, a number of the athletes previously have had some significant injuries and we've had to do a lot of work to really get the base standard of their fitness and injury management up. But now that we've been able to do that, um, things are really starting to move in place. So all of that wouldn't be possible without the partnership of the government and the national federations and the Olympic Committee. Um, we're very grateful that the local coaches have worked really closely with mentor coaches to start to enhance that training as well. So I think when you put all those ingredients of success together, complemented now with these international tournaments and opportunities, it's really starting to shape up quite strongly. Mm. Uh, uh, Solomon's, uh, uh, are there athletes also uh, training or uh, being assisted there at seniors that are going to the Youth Commonwealth Games? Yeah, so we, we support every federation uh, around training and preparation prior to any of those international competitions. Um, so last year there was the Commonwealth Games, the Mini Games. We had athletes that travelled to various Oceania Championships. Um, this year there will obviously be the Youthcom Games and um, I know that the Beach Games have just been cancelled, but... The, um, any of those international events that we have athletes attending, um, our, our work is to support those athletes and coaches that they prepare to represent the country overseas. So um, that, that is something that hasn't happened here before in terms of those support services. And, and certainly we're seeing um, minor sports that typically haven't had a lot of exposure or awareness around them is starting to really now produce some great results. Um, just, just the last one, probably, Aaron. How is the um, the arrangement with with uh, Australia? How is that funded? Is that through the Australia Support Program? No, these programs that uh, we run here at Sinus are 100% funded by the Solomon Islands government. So uh, we're very grateful for their support and contribution. We are obviously able to get some support through volunteers. Um, so a number of the mentor coaches provide volunteer support to us. Um, the partnerships that we have through the universities also provide that um, in kind, um, which is a great contribution to our program. Um, we do have some Australian volunteers uh, that work for us here uh, at the Sinus, uh, which is funded through DFAT. So they're provided with some living allowance support to be able to come to the Solomon Islands and provide support in, in different areas of the programs that we run. And ultimately their role is to be here to mentor the local staff in those particular areas. Um, but, but all those trips and programs that we're, we're going on um, is funded directly by the Solomon Islands government. Um, we do have recently a small grant um, of 15000 Australian dollars that's been provided to us to go towards our coach study tour, which is a, um, an international study tour to the Gold Coast for our national head coaches to um, be immersed in some learning environment opportunities with experts around different areas of coach development. So 
um, University of Queensland, Bond University um, in UAS has provided some support um, to that program free of charge, which has been really appreciated and something that we've never been able to offer the coaches in Solomon Islands before.